everyone, I'm Alexis Grace, and this is the Paper Cranes Podcast. I believe that we encounter God every day. Whether we realize it or not, He can be found in the grandest of adventures, in the smallest of moments. Paper Cranes Podcast seeks out stories that show us how vast God really is, one person at a time. Hello everyone, this is the Paper Cranes Podcast. Today I have my friend Giovanna with me, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. Giovanna, hello. Hello. Uh, don't mind my voice right now. I think I'm allergic to dogs, but I'm trying to hide it, so I'm a little <laughs> stuffy. Um, yeah, I'm Giovanna. I am from the South Shore in a small town called Hanover. I've lived there my entire life, except for I just moved to New Jersey about I think it's five months ago now in August, and I serve as a missionary at Rutgers University with St. Paul's Outreach, so I work to bring Catholic faith alive on campus. That's my story. (laughs) Super cool. All right. Well, Giovanna, tell us a story. All right. So I... The other, a few weeks ago, me and a coworker were trying to, like, we decided that I would be the one to tell the funny story, Um, but then everyone agreed that I was not the funny one, but... I'm going to try to be funny when I tell this story. So actually, today's December 18th, and a year ago, I actually got the phone call from St. Paul's Outreach telling me that they actually did not want me to serve as a missionary. And so I was reflecting and praying on this morning of like, wow, what a year it has been. So I guess I'll take everyone on a ride through my call to serve and how God has been working. So I was a part of a life team program growing up and it just really planted the seeds of wanting faith. I just always had the desire to know my faith and desire to grow in it. But then um, I went off to college and didn't have that for a little bit. And I sought it out and I came to Northeastern University's Catholic Center with the Brotherhood of Hope. And it totally changed my life. I had initial seeds in high school, but I never really had that personal relationship. And then as I went off to college, um, I started to dive deeper into it, but I definitely took advantage of it and didn't take it to heart. And I studied abroad and found myself for the first time away from community. And I fell into sin that I knew better than, and I just found myself um, really lost from God. And when I came back from studying abroad, my dad was really sick and I felt nothing. And it made me know that I need to make changes in my life. Faith is not something that's just in the background of your life. It needs to be at the forefront. And so That was my senior year when I came back from studying abroad and I decided to dive fully into my faith. And through that, I made some amazing friendships um, with two women who have changed my life, um, as well as one of the religious brothers. And it started to show me that you need others to grow in your faith. And through that, your struggles will bring you closer to God. And so my senior year of college is a bit of a whirlwind. I definitely had my desire to serve, but I kind of suppressed it because my entire life, I've always felt that I was not good enough. I don't have enough. I danced for 12 years and was just always in the back row of every dance show. And so I'm used to just being like, oh, not for me. I'll just kind of be in the background, not really showing anything. So when thinking about serving, it felt the same way. And so um, one day a missionary told me from St. Paul's Outreach, which is an organization uh, rooted in just bringing faith alive to campus students who started in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, and it is slowly stri- spreading throughout. I think it's at 12 or 13 campuses right now and across nine or so states. So it's really growing. Um, It's all about just evangelization and relational um, components to making sure to invite people into your life of faith. And so I felt called to serve that way, but denied it for a really long time. And so I said no to that and I decided to work for a summer camp. And so I worked for this summer camp called Catholic Heart Work Camp. And 
Um, so my dad is an alcoholic and um, was struggling through that throughout most of my childhood. And so he started drinking um, about my junior year of college and eventually that drove him to pass away. And so that was really, really hard. That was um, May 30th of my senior year and I was supposed to leave and work for this camp two weeks later. Um, and I didn't know what to do. So I decided to say yes and give God that time because I knew I would regret it. And so during that time, God was about a great work of healing. He redeemed my father to me and showing me how great of a father he is, despite whatever he had gone through. And it showed me how important it is to have struggles because they bring you close to God. And so my favorite part of that camp was praying with teens after giving my witness and sharing with them, um, what I had gone through and how, um, just the father's love had given me joy throughout everything with my earthly father's passing. And so that kind of sparked the interest again of like, Oh, maybe I could serve, maybe I could do that. And so I decided to um, think about reapplying. And so I applied and then this was a year ago that I got my no. And so God, his timing is really key. And so he, he knew that I would say no because I'm a homebody. I love being home with my mom and my dog. And so I did not want to say yes in December. I was working in Florida, really missing home, missing my dad and my family and my mom. And so God's timing was key. And so when he came around, he um, made me live at home without a job for several months. And then once I found a job, I had it for two weeks and I quit it and moved on to another one because I just was not happy or satisfied. And then last April, came around and I got a phone call from St. Paul's Outreach saying that they made a mistake and they wanted me again. And so for the first time, a rejection had turned around into a glory story. And so um, two weeks of back and forth discernment of not knowing what to do, but I came upon um, the Bible passage of 1 Peter uh, 3 through 9, which is all about, you may have to suffer from time to time, but in the end you have glory and greatness and we have an internal life for us in heaven. And so that was actually, I came upon that while I was reading because I could not make my decision. And so the recruiter told me, you know, go and take your Bible for an hour and just read. And so I read and that's what came and act that actually was in my dad's funeral mass. And so it was kind of like, okay, my dad wants me to do this. God wants me to do this. And then even then just struggling with unworthiness, once I got to training, I still felt like, oh, they said no to me. They don't want me. And I kept trying to hide. And then I, um, so you accept the position, total leap of faith, not knowing where you're going. And so I accepted it, um, could have gone to Texas or Arizona or Florida, but the Lord sent me to Rutgers in New Jersey, nice and close to home. And my chapter leader was actually reading um, a prayer from the Bible. The first time we prayed together as a new staff and she read from 1 Peter 3 through 9. And so that was God showing me like, okay, you need to do it. And so I moved down to New Jersey in August and my biggest prayer was that I suffered from like loneliness and needing true friendship as well as I've suffered from a loss of my father. And so I really wanted God to provide me with people, with students, with young women that I could help walk with that. And so right off the bat, the second I felt like I was unworthy to be on mission, God was like, okay, here's a student that's going through this, that, and that. And so there have been two students in particular this past semester that I've been walking with and just helping them to go through their grieving one, um, I met her and she said, she was like, oh, I'm a junior. And I was like, oh, you're good. You probably don't need that much help. You're probably fine. Like maybe I'll meet with you once or twice. But um, she sought me out and pursued me. And I was like, there must be some reason why God wants us to be meeting together. And upon, it, was, it wasn't until our second and th or third time hanging out, but she, I hadn't really mentioned her dad that much. And so I asked her, um, what about your dad? And I learned that he had passed away 
in the summer. And so in that moment, it was God showing me like, wow, you've gone through stuff. You have lost your dad too, and you can help her with this. And so just walking with her this past semester has been such a blessing and just showing her how my life has been. And I suppress things a lot and she also does. So I've been able to show her to like seek out others and making sure she's talking to others about it. Um, another student, um, her and I have gotten really close. We call ourselves the same person. Her name is Christina. And um, she lost her brother unexpectedly in August. And we just clicked right off the bat. And then I learned that she was someone that had suffered grief. And so it's been beautiful how when in serving, God also serves you. And so um, she calls me on to share what I'm going through because it may be a year and a half later, but I still am missing my dad. And so it's beautiful to watch God just like prepare a path. And um, I found these two amazing students that I'm working with among others um, that have showed me that God knows what he's doing and he wants you there to serve. So I guess that's my story of trusting God's timing and like, is a really good plan for you? And I guess there's a long winded story of my life, but <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Giovanna. Thanks for listening to Paper Cranes Podcast, a production of Grexley. To learn more, visit grexley.com.